1: 18 plus. Hi, welcome to Built for the
0: Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right, please enjoy this conversation. Ishelle Cuellar. She made her Broadway debut in Finding Neverland and now is the swing On Mean Girls that I just saw a couple nights ago. It was fab. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to chat with her about it. Ishelle, what's up?
2: Hi, what's up? How are you?
0: Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. Yeah. A part of Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, hey. Make sure you go to broadwaypodcastnetwork.com and you can check out Built for the Stage as well as a plethora of other amazing theater, arts, all things performing and behind the scenes podcasts. All right, Michelle. You're from the West Coast.
2: San Francisco, baby. San Fran. Yeah.
0: Now, now that you, how long have you been on the East Coast?
2: Um I moved here for college. I went to Penn State in 2012 I started and I graduated in 2016. So mm-hmm. I've been here a good while now.
0: You went to Penn State for musical theater? For
2: musical theater, yeah.
0: That was that was on my list. I was accepted to Penn State. Yeah, I did not go though. Where are you from? I'm from Ohio. Oh, nice. Just the neighboring state mm-hmm. from the good Rital old
2: school, Ohio state.
0: Good old Pennsylvania. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of my good friends is a a we are Nittany Lion. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Well, now that you have so much pride in Penn State, <laughs> are you a West Coaster or East Coaster?
2: Um, a West Coaster. So you forever. have not
0: you haven't been converted.
2: I don't think so. It's kind of, my mom's from Long Island, so I feel like a little bit of half and half. Uh But I do love the warm weather all
0: year round, for sure.
2: They got me with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're in San Fran until you graduated high school.
2: Until I graduated high school, yeah.
0: Then you went across the country to Penn State. Oh, yeah. Got it. How was that transition?
2: It was a total culture shock. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because I went to a public arts high school in San Francisco. We didn't have any sports teams. We didn't have any of that kind of normal high school lifestyle situation. So when I got to Penn State, I was like, oh, my goodness, what did I get myself into? Which I – it was something that I didn't know that I needed. Growing up in San Francisco, I just kind of, like, lived in this really beautiful kind of, like, liberal bubble of arts and culture. And so it was kind of nice to – go to a town that's called State College, Pennsylvania, and it's about the school and they thrive on sports and the football team. And I've never gone to that many football games in my life before. <laughs> so that was really fun. And it was a totally different experience than what I would had grown up with. Mm-hmm. So it took me out of my comfort zone and made me grow in a way that I didn't expect going to college.
0: Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, you're a swing in Mean Girls, right? Yes. And you were also a swing in Finding Neverland, right?
2: Yes. So uh, I was a vacation swing of Finding Neverland Broadway. I joined the tour as an ensemble member, and I covered Peter Pan and Wendy. I started as a vacation swing with Mean Girls Broadway, and I was kind of the vacation swing that never left, and I was there for a full year. Then now I just started rehearsals to swing and dance captain the national tour.
0: What yeah. makes you a good swing?
2: <gasps> mm, um, not taking yourself too seriously. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I have a not necessarily type A personality, but I like to be really good at my job. So I work really hard, but I do know that there's going to be moments on stage where I mess up and I'm not perfect. So, like, the ability to laugh at yourself and just be like, you know what? I'll get it right the next time instead of being really hard on yourself. Yeah. I think that has really alleviated a lot of my stress. It's, like, my own pressure that I put on myself.
0: Yeah, I think that's, like, invaluable probably as a swing.
2: Yeah, for sure. Because you're never going to be perfect. Right. It's, like, the most humbling job I've ever had. And you can have three good shows in one track and then a surprise new track that you haven't done in six uh-huh. months. You're like, ah! Yeah. Okay, here we go. It's just, like, the most dropped in and present I've ever been in my life.
0: Yeah. The ship might go uh, off course or be a little bumpy, but right. just don't sink the ship. Right.
2: That's it. Yeah. Just keep and it's all afloat. a mind game. Yeah. I, I love swinging for that reason. It's just totally a mind game because you can get from point A to point Z. Mm-hmm. You just have to trust yourself.
0: What's one of your favorite or maybe most exciting, like you're on moments? Did you have any last mm. minute like, hey, you're going to go on right now?
2: Um... I went on in the middle of a show once for someone who got injured. I was like, okay, here here we go. Um, but let's see. I don't – I guess just a text message when you're like at the gym or like hanging with friends like, okay, you're on. I'm like, I need to review or I don't have time. I have to get to the theater and start doing my pin curls. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any moment that I'm like, that was so terrifying. I don't mm-hmm. think.
0: Um, in the middle of the show, the one that you were called on mm-hmm. in the middle of the show, mm-hmm. uh, what type of, did you have to do any last minute prep other than just with yourself? Was there any, like, getting together with other cast members? There was no sure?
2: time. Um, just because it was the, already, the show had already started.
0: Which show was this? Mean Girls. Mean Girls, okay.
2: Oh, Finding yeah. Neverland. I do have one that I... There it is. <laughs> I was like, oh, I... I it was my last show with the Broadway company of Finding Neverland. And I didn't have a scheduled swing on. And they called me that morning. And they were like, hey, um, we know that you haven't ever done this track before. But do you want to go on for it? And I was like, uh, sure. And this was like an hour or something before the show. And I had never looked at this track, thought about this track before. I had done other tracks, but I had hadn't done that one. And that was a wild ride of like kind of a process of elimination i'm like okay if i know this person is here and this person is here i need to be somewhere in between them and this person goes upstage of that person it's just kind of like being overly aware of your surroundings to figure out where to be on stage yeah um and the mean girls one i really just had to prepare myself and trust that i knew the information because i had been on for that track before so it was totally different but I don't have time to communicate with anybody else, so it's Mm -hmm. really just dropping in and being super present.
0: I love those scene transitions in Mean Girls. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. The the in and out of the class. The
2: cafeteria tables, the desks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The way the bedroom comes in. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love the choreography on the the food trays.
2: Yeah. Dropped many a food tray, fallen (laughs) on many a desk. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because sometimes I get too excited with the desks, and I'll be like rolling on at the end of the opening number, and I just like tip my desk. I'm like, "Oh, okay, you gotta get back up."
0: Uh-huh. Um, you tip the desk over. hmm Like yeah, a, I've
2: done it like four or five
0: times. You're like a you're like a, a freshman. It, yeah, it's truly. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was First supposed different. to happen.
2: Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's, cool. it's fine. It's fine. I'm, everyone, I'm a cool girl. <laughs> all the
0: cast should yell like freshmen. Yeah.
2: Right. Rookie. So insane. you tumble
0: how how long does it take to get up? It's it's not like this it's a clunky desk, right? Yeah. I like... mean,
2: the the desk has fallen while <laughs> I have not been in it multiple times. Oh, so oh, it's oh. really I'm I'm picturing figuring you out... like Humpty
0: Dumpty. Oh like, yeah, I've also done over. that on
2: the stage. I've like fully like rolled across the stage, like a contemporary dance. <laughs> I, like rolled my ankle oh. and I just like rolled across oh. it was actually my day de- me girls debut oh, on Broadway. Nice. I fell. So that was really fun.
0: <laughs> okay cool um what's your favorite track right now on mean in mean girls Ooh. that you like to cover
2: oh um i have two oh i like the c- crying girl track okay the girl who is really weepy at the end of the fight i just love that tra- that was the first track i learned in mean girls so i have kind of a love for it cuz it like just feels like my first. It was my first. Never forget your first. I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and it just feels at home when I do it. And then I just, she has some really fun lines and features. And so it's kind of fun to get to play with those.
0: Cool. Yeah. Have you, uh, so Aaron's one of my clients. Yeah. Aaron Alcaraz. Yeah. What's up, fam? What's up? Hi. Um, have you and Aaron ever swung in on the same show?
2: No, we uh. actually just missed each other cuz I took a little break before I started with the touring company. So he started rehearsals during my last month or my last couple weeks. So he hadn't started performances yet until after I left.
0: Got it, got it. All right, Aaron, that's it for you. See you, later. <laughs> See you later now. Um, also, J.C. Schuster. Do you know him from Finding Neverland? Maybe no. you didn't cross.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Well, hey, J.C. What's, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? We'll edit you out.
2: FNL fam.
0: Later, dude. Maybe another time. <laughs> um, those were my two connections that I thought maybe you had known. Obviously, you know Aaron. Mm-hmm. So. But um, I wanted to ask when you were in between those two shows, Neverland and Mean mm-hmm. Girls, what was the pursuit of the next show mm-hmm. like? Uh, so this is built for Stage is a Broadway fitness brand. Mm-hmm. So I try to parallel the journey of fitness, of the ups and downs, the struggles, mm-hmm. with the tough times of a yeah. theater career. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about just like you close or you're done with yeah. uh, Neverland, mm-hmm. and then you're just pounding the pavement until for sure. Mean Girls.
2: It was a really bizarre transition because I actually was very lucky and had kind of a freak accident where I booked Finding Neverland Broadway before I graduated college. So I was at Penn State, and um, my best friend went to an ECC of Finding Neverland, and she had never been to an ECC before, and she had um, asked me if I would go with her because I had been to one or two before, and just to kind of guide her through... I went, I had a callback, I ended up booking the show and leaving school a little early to do it. I still got to graduate because it like all the stars aligned and I finished all my credits. So I never really got to like chill off of having graduated college. I was kind of on this like ongoing adrenaline rush that was just climbing up this mountain. So when Then I did Finding Neverland Broadway. We got our closing notice my first week there. So we kind of knew that that was wrapping up. I had booked Pittsburgh CLO. So as soon as I finished Finding Neverland Broadway, I went to Pittsburgh CLO. And then in August um, of 2016, I finally was like, okay, I'm going to the city and I'm like a new kid here. Um, And I kind of had a huge adrenaline crash. I had really, really had an incredible time in college and I got to make my Broadway debut it was something that I never imagined happening so quickly. Um, so I didn't really know where to start because I was like, I have this credit, but I still feel extremely green. Um, Cause it also felt like a dream. Like I felt like kind of blacked out for the whole time only because I was so hit in the face with that experience that I didn't really take time to like, enjoy it for what it was. I was just like, I have to impress these people. I have to do my job. I have to do it well. And I only had four days to learn the whole show Finding Neverland. I got the call on a Friday. I started rehearsal Tuesday. I made my debut that Friday. Um, so it was just kind of a huge whirlwind. And then when I started, I didn't really know where what to do. I got a job waitressing. I got a job at a fitness studio. And that kind of centered me in a way just to have somewhere to be every day. But then that hustle and balance of waitressing at night, working a fitness job in the morning, then auditioning all day, and then repeat is so taxing and draining on your body um, and your mind. And you just have like, a you're a bag lady. I was a bag lady. I just had a million bags. Um, we
0: we have Broadway Podcast Network bags. That, a- they're on the website everyone, broadwaypodcastnetwork.com and they're they're spacious. So if you're going to auditions, gym, yeah. work, it's got enough space in there. So check uh-huh. it out. All right, so you were a bag lady.
2: Bag lady through the city. Just
0: zoom in on. on that a little bit. The mental side of like how did you how did you stick with it where the days where you're like, oh, I don't want to go to this audition because I'm so tired from work. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you go? Or were I there think, days that you didn't?
2: Like, yeah, there were definitely days where I had to find the balance. Cause I think that, that in my first year was really figuring out how to be my best in those audition rooms. And at first I was to be like, I would have to go to every audition, or I thought I had to go to every audition. And then I started realizing that if I was worn too thin and I was going into these audition rooms, I wasn't giving a good performance. And then I would have booked these jobs or I would leave bizarre impressions on people of things that I wasn't necessarily proud of. So I started having to get a little bit more honest with myself, and I don't wanna say selective with my auditions, because I, if I could, I would have loved to have gone to every audition, but just be a little bit honest with what I had to give that day and what I had to do to pay my bills and pay my rent. Um, that month. So sometimes I was like, I really want to book this show. So I'm gonna go, even if I'm exhausted. I'm gonna get a coffee, I'm gonna get a coconut water and do this. And some days I'd be like, you know what, it'd be okay if I didn't get a callback for this show or kind of stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um so you said something about when you were in Neverland that Mm -hmm. you you couldn't fully take it in because you're Mm -hmm. always like, oh, I got to do a great job. Mm -hmm. This is my first gig. I have to impress people. Mm -hmm. And now you're in Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. And a part of Mean Girls is this topic of like fitting in and impressing everyone around you. How do you walk into an audition room and alleviate the pressure of trying to please the people behind Mm -hmm. the table? Yeah, How do you do that?
2: I recently have kind of learned to be completely unapologetically yourself in the audition room and really do what feels right in your gut. And even if that song is not necessarily right for the show, but if it's right for you and you love it and you do it really well, then they're going to see that and then maybe ask for more something that's better for the show. But um, Because there's something so beautiful about – the harmony of if you're yourself and somebody sees that and likes that, that's when you have a good match. That's when you book a show that ends up being one of those life-changing shows or something that really feels right. But if you're trying to fit into somebody else's box or into somebody else's world that isn't authentically you, and we're all actors, so we can all be different characters, and we all do our homework in order to – do what we have to do in the audition room but be yourself and make the choices that feel right to you and smart to you and if they love that that's when you find that harmony but if not it's somebody else's gig and that's really cool for them too and somebody else booking a job is not taking a job away from me there's so many jobs Mm
0: -hmm. amazing so you had just said about making your own choices being your own person now you're in rehearsals for the Mm -hmm. tour Mm -hmm. same show that's on Broadway same show how now that you've you're on the other side, meaning you're on you've been in the Broadway production, but now you're on the tour. There might be some new people in the mm-hmm. room. What exciting or like new things that are happening that you're like, oh, this is so fresh, or this is yeah. Oh, you know, oh what's I'm having on.
2: so much fun um, watching this incredible new cast and how they interpret these lines and these scenes because it's still the same words for the most part. We have changed some of it. Um, but it's really cool to see how they interpret this same character and what words they choose to emphasize and what body language they choose to do. It's so much fun because I'm like, oh, this is a different person filling into this mold, into this puzzle piece. And it totally works. Mm. It's really exciting and really fresh and really cool.
0: Cool. Last thing. One more thing. Yeah. You're doing an ensemble track now for the tour. like a Swinging. Or swinging mm-hmm. that too.
2: Swinging and dance captain.
0: Okay, now mm-hmm. you weren't dance captain for the other show because you're a vacation swing, mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so you're dance captain now. How? Okay, so that's a lot. Yeah. All right, so let's go to this next question. Cool. Are you organized? You have to be a very organized person. Maybe not in your apartment or life, or but like your job. Yes theater. and no. Yes. Because if you, you're right now on the tour, you just we were just talking about you're the dance captain,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you're a swing. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess at times it might work hand in hand, it might be good because you're like, oh, I have to learn this anyways, because I am them. Yeah. But at the same time, now you're not just worrying about yourself and the multiple things you're doing, but you're worrying about yourself and the multiple things you're doing for the other people that you have to be worried about what they're doing.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like how, how, man, ouch. I have always loved homework, (laughs) which I think is why I enjoy swinging. Because there's a lot of homework to be done. And um, I have a million, like, in my notes app on my computer, there's, like, a million notes of, like, this number, these are the rules for the opening number. And for the finale, these are the rules. Like, you always step with your outstage foot. So that has been really helpful. And then for my eight female ensemble tracks that I'm relearning to mold to the tour – I have tabs and color codes for traffic and entrances and exits and costume changes and how much time you have for this and um, so I have to be extremely organized in a way that I don't think necessarily comes super naturally to me, but it's something that I enjoy fighting the fight to get good at, if that makes sense. Because I there I think there are people who are brilliant swings just by nature. They can look at something, pick it up, reverse it. Same with dance captains. And I was so nervous to dance captain this show. Um, almost to the point where I was having anxiety before rehearsal started because the show is a lot. I mean, you've seen it. It's super prop heavy, super dance heavy. And there are things that I simply cannot control. And there is so much to, for your eyeballs to digest. <laughs> so, like, if I'm noting the show, I have to watch something – 10 times just to like make sure that I'm seeing everything that's actually happening. Um, So I'm really enjoying and I have enjoyed with swinging fighting the fight to be good at your job. And I'm trying to fight that fight with being a dance captain. It's like, how can I make the effort to be the best at my job that I can be?
0: Awesome. Thanks, Michelle. So if you're out there and you're, coming to New York City, make sure you see Mean Girls on Broadway. But if you're not, Yishelle might be coming to you on the national tour of Mean Girls. So make sure that you buy those tickets and oh, go yeah. see Michelle in Mean Girls. Thanks for being on Built for the Stage Podcast. Thank you so much
2: for having me.
0: All right, guys, that'll do it on Bill for the Stage podcast. Please don't forget to go to broadwaypodcastnetwork.com. Check us out. Check out all the cool things going on um, as far as all the other podcasts. My new friends, my buddies. Um, Also, don't forget about Broadway's Fittest. If you're an actor and you're into fitness and you want to do a fun fitness competition, go to at Bill for the Stage and tap Broadway's Fittest and sign up. If you're not into fitness... It doesn't matter, come anyways. It's a social, it's a mixer. All right, we're here for the fun of it. Yeah, and one more thing, what's the other thing? Oh, the free trial. If you're like, what is this Built for the Stage thing? I just, I, I, I don't get it, I don't know what it is. Go to builtforthestage.com, fill out your name and email, really simple, and then we'll hook it up with a free trial. Or go to Instagram, at Built for the Stage, follow us and then shoot me a DM and we can hook it up from there. All right, guys, Build for Sage podcast. It's me, Roscoe. Over. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of Maestro Music. Rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work,